All right, welcome back to the dream, the uh, real estate huddle with the Dream Smith team. This is episode number eight. That's it. I thought we'd go a little. Um, yeah, the phone call. Sorry, a little lighter. So thought we'd spend some time sharing some war stories. Story time. That'll at least make us laugh. Maybe it'll make some other people laugh. <sighs> yeah, There's some funny ones. I th- I have. Funny You've ones. got all I've the got funny ones, ones, so we should just... Inter- I have a whole array of emotions as far as my start stories go. But, uh, you want me to start? Sure. Um, we'll start off with a funny one, because the funny one will yeah, make it light and breezy for now. But it was like my... I think it might have been my first year in real estate and um, had these buyers, and they wanted to see this house really bad, for some reason, couldn't get a showing for a little while. Um, they kept declining it. So we finally got a time. So that was a whole thing. And then we're walking up. And this is where I learned to never just walk in without making some kind of noise. So every time I walk into a house now, because of this experience alone, um, unlock the door, knock, and I say, hello. Like I, I scream it, like make sure everybody can hear me. And... Um, if, and the reason is, is because we went into this house, we walk in and I hear water running, like a shower running. I was like, that's oh, wow. odd. And the weird thing about this house was like, it was kind of vacant. Like they, um, it was one of those homes, like if you've been into a vacant house, but they're still living in it, like with their bed, like, and that's it. Have you guys Half been to a closet? Yeah. yeah. Have you shown a house like that? <laughs> yeah. This was that type of house. So I'm like, okay, maybe they, maybe someone was testing water pressure and forgot to turn it off. <laughs> And so luckily I didn't like run up in there because um, sooner than I could walk up there, a lady runs out in a towel and she's like, what are you doing in my house? <laughs> oh, it's like, hi, I, I have a showing. <laughs> so um, I she, I I leave your house. I she wasn't very happy. And so I made a call to the agent saying, Hey, did you notify this person of that showing? Or he's like, they should have because the showing service, you know, we know showing time and, and broker bay, they Did notify she everybody. She forgot. Because <gasps> I had all my stuff. I had all the instructions to get in and we just walk in and you could tell my buyers were kind of like reserved people. And, and so they were, um, they were like, they were pretty mortified that they walked <laughs> in on somebody in the shower. <laughs> no, no. Well, once you get outside, then you laugh. I did. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I was like, like, that's pretty funny. They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it was a, uh, it's a good, it's I one that I'll remember. I had a story where I ran into someone showering, showering. That's pretty bad. That's, that's terrifying. I, uh, I have a story where I had a showing with a buyer who was an out-of-state buyer. First day I met him, I was super excited. Um, first house we saw together keep in mind there's sort of a relationship there because we've decided to live with each other live with each other excuse me work (laughs) with each other but we haven't really spent you know much time looking at houses so we go to the first one and you know similar to you except this one you know how on open houses they keep the door wide open for people to just walk on in i wasn't aware of any open houses but you know it happens sometimes and uh it looked like there's multiple showings because sometimes they do overlap showings, multiple groups looking at it at the same time. So I thought maybe it was that and the agent just left the door open. And so we walk in and we got pretty far into the home (laughs) and the seller, which at the time I didn't know was the seller, looks at me and goes, 
what are you doing in my home? <laughs> and I go, we have a showing. And she's like, no, you don't. And I, um, I pull it up and I go, yes, we do. Someone approved it. It looked like the agent had approved the showing for her client and just didn't tell them. Oh, I thought you were going to say it. Oh, that's wait, a fun that's conversation. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and so we just walked in and that was a very uncomfortable situation. But yeah, my, my buyers, I'm sure, were at you know that day wondering you know what kind of agent they had just signed up to work for <laughs> or work with. But um, yeah. God. Was it my fault? <laughs> Man, the showing service. I don't think I have. These are. I don't mean to gross anyone out, but like, a lot of the times we're working with people we know very well, and that's a different type of way to buy a house. Sometimes you're working with people you're getting to know, but you don't know them really well, and you're out there looking at a lot of homes. And you know, I have a conversation I have that look, we're going to see nine homes today. Like, if after a minute. You don't want to look. That's great. We've got lots of other things we can talk about, etc. And then have this other thing like sometimes you just got to envision past the stuff that's in a house because, you know, a lot of times it's not, it's not vacant. And we walked into this house and it was in a, kind of a nice little area we were interested in. And you get within 20 feet of the house and it just stinks. Mm. And you like walk up to the front door and there's this like – Little area with like uh, astroturf, and they must have the biggest freaking dogs. And there's just piles of dog. Oh, it was just steamers. horrific. We walked in the house. It smelled awful, and it was one of those times. We were in that house for eleven second stops. I had a house like that once. Probably not that bad, but it was pretty bad. I can see they had positive cats. anything, but I couldn't do this. Oh man. What do you got, Kim? One up that one. Let's see. I know, see. I know. I'm trying to remember some good stuff. Smelly stories. stuff and naked people. What do you got? Do you have one, Chris? Oh, well, I was thinking of one um, on behalf of someone who isn't here, but I'll tell it for them. Um, it was the day of closing, and you have to have your ID. Their ID was expired. And so. Oh, no way. Did yeah. Did have to go to the DMV? And so the agent went to the DMV with. Um, with the buyer and got them and wanted the deal, went to the DMV, they got the ID, they came back to the closing table, closed. Above and beyond service here with the dream. Props to DMV because that line is long. (laughs) I was going to say five hours later. (laughs) Props to the agent for sitting there for five hours. Way to go, agent. We all know who you are, agent. Right. We appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. Landon. Oh, Landon? Yeah, that was Landon. Yeah. One of like his first deals when he was a youngin. Yeah. Yep. I love that story. I had a, uh, I had an inspection once. We were, we were like, he was gearing up to finish and he was checking, I think he was checking water pressure and stuff and he was going through all the bathrooms and next thing I know, he's like, hey Spence, I need your help real fast because he didn't want to like notify the he didn't want to scare anybody. He was going to tell them that he found what he found, but he didn't want them to come in and freak out. So he's like, hey, come here real fast. I need your help. So I go into the bathroom, and there's this huge snake coiled up right next to the toilet in the bathroom. So he's like, I hate snakes. I'm like, well, <laughs> like, what do you? It's like, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> I don't think I, I hate snakes. I'm just terrified of snakes. Yeah. He's... And I, like, he didn't want to touch it. So I was like, okay. 
So I grabbed a box. I can't remember where I found this box. And I, it was just a garter snake. It wasn't anything like crazy. So yeah, I mean, this is how good of an agent I am. <laughs> I took the snake and I put it in the box. <gasps> wow. I would have run out of there. Oh yeah. I mean, no. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm a really good agent. So I did that for <laughs> I my, I'm a really bad my, agent. <laughs> Run. I would have pushed my client to the snake. Uh, I even have a picture of it in my phone. He's all coiled up. And I would very softly say, I'm sorry, I cannot be of help, but I cannot be of help when there's a snake in there. I just took it. I can't remember where I took it out, but I just said, be free and tossed it out, and that was it. So, Just kidding. I would not push my client. Just clarifying that. Tossed the snake. Um, so don't use Kim. That's, why that's <laughs> the moral of this story. I think we're the majority. The majority the would push the first. Nearest to them to say no, the majority would be terrified of the snake. Uh, no, I just, I was like, I just, we need to get through this inspection because there were a couple things on that inspection where I was like, all right, let's not make this worse with a snake. So, it's like, hey guys, just so you know, no big deal, but we found a snake in the bathroom, it's gone, but everything's fine. And they're like, wow. you found a snake in the bathroom? It's like, yes, yes, we did. They closed on the house, it was good, so everything worked out. Hopefully, but, no snakes since that, that occurrence. No snakes. No snakes inside occurrence. Crazy I, dogs, crazy cats, but nothing like that. My, as a new agent, I think this was like one of the first deals ever. Um, I was kind of, I decided to work with a renter just to try it out since I was new. You know, just something, a learning curve there. Um, and so, you know, I was talking to this renter and I was like, what are you looking for? And he kind of described, I want this many bedrooms, bath, area, blah, blah, blah. And then I want an unfinished basement. I'm like, okay. And I was like, why do you want an unfinished basement? And he was, I kind of realized he was tiptoeing around why he wanted an unfinished basement. Should we all guess? So naturally, <laughs> yeah. So naturally I got more curious and just kept <laughs> pushing the issue uh, of why <laughs> and because it a was out of budget but then also why are you so insistent on it and he goes for my plants and i'm like okay what type <laughs> sir of what kind of plants are we talking about here <laughs> and he goes marijuana <laughs> I was like, okay <laughs> well all right. immediately call landon and i was like don't know what to do <laughs> Did not think my first renter, the first couple months of the business, was gonna. A ask renter, for that. yeah, I don't renter. know. If, right, I don't that's know. just so you guys know. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's a huge liability for the homeowner because mm -hmm. it's still federally I don't think illegal. Anyone would knowingly it's, let someone. Right. I can't believe he told you that. Yeah, well, it's well, he didn't. He was tiptoeing around it, and I wouldn't drop it, and so I just had a feeling. That something was up. Way to press that one. Good job. And, and that's why you should use Kim to rent. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just kidding. Don't uh, call me to rent. I don't work with renters anymore. Yeah, you can that. work with the renting yeah. community. That's good. Man, I, I've been pretty fortunate enough not to have like a ton of crazy experiences. My own, my own house was a fun experience, but do you have another one? Not as good as yours. Yeah, my... So... I, I can, do you have one, Kristen? I can tell mine if you don't. Yeah, go ahead. So this is, it's just a funny one. It's a cute one too because it involves my, my kiddos. But um, So a couple years ago, we were in the process of starting our search and it's like right as, the, right as the COVID market like started to, 
like it was starting to take off. Like home prices were increasing like crazy. And Jay and I were like, there's no way that we're going to be able to get what we want. <clears throat> but we came, well, to precurse all this. So we're a pretty religious family and, and we say prayers with our kids every night before they go to bed and all this kind of stuff. And Hallie, in one of her prayers, she's like, please bless us to find a house, a little pink house. And I was like, that's great. <laughs> I've heard parts of the story, but I haven't heard this. This yeah. is getting better. So, <clears throat> so we were um, living with my parents at the time. And we, um, this lady actually in our church congregation, <clears throat> I found out that she was moving. And she was literally like in the neighborhood that I grew up in. And um, so I approached her. I was like, hey, are you wanting to sell? And we got to the agreement of like, yeah, we, you know, we'll buy your house if you can do it for this price. And turns out she was, um, she was a hoarder. I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but she was a hoarder, not a dirty one, not like mice and bugs everywhere, but she loved. So like if you had a Hobby Lobby and multiplied that by two, that was about what she had in her house. Like it was like a Hobby Lobby store, just full of crafts, art supplies, you name it, it was in there wow. with that yeah. type of stuff. Um, but uh, I'm going through this whole process, and I'm leaving the house one of these days. And Jay, or Jay and I are leaving the house. We're, we just got the contract signed by Judy because I was just helping her because I was licensed. I was like, look, like we'll do this. Don't get an agent. Like We'll do this. We'll help you move out. We'll do everything to, to make this super easy because she was elderly, and she had a ton of crap. So we made that part of the deal. We get it signed. We're super happy as we're walking out the house. Jay and I never like realized it at first because we were so excited to just get this type of home and the size and the, you know, the layout we really liked. <clears throat> but we're walking away, and I'm like, I turn around and I like look at the house. I'm like, man, it's pink. This house <laughs> is pink, like it's like this salmon pink color. And Jay's like, that's hilarious because Hallie's been Hallie's been oh. praying for a little pink house <laughs> like for. For a Still year, though, right? So, yeah, so it was Aww. it was cool, and the house has been a huge answer to prayers. Like we, I mean, we're growing our family in it and stuff, but it's still pink. We're planning to to paint it, but we're gonna leave. We're gonna trace Hallie's hand outline in the backyard on the back of the house, and we're gonna keep it pink I as long as we can. So that's keep perfect. Yeah, what was that? Yeah, so we're gonna keep it. We're gonna leave Hallie's part of Hallie's pink house there, but. So yeah, that's my. Uh, I had a funny one, had a scary one, and that's my warm oh, and fuzzy one. Aww. So that's cute. I love that that's, story. That about wraps up my career. So <laughs> that's what it's been. Three quick stories. Yeah. The three houses. Yeah, the three houses. That's think, it. So that exciting story, but it's like that coming of age. Everyone has to do it. Like the first house where you bail after the inspection, where <laughs> you know I'm there with the inspector, and it's just every. Thing out of his mouth, everything. Out of Bad him. news, yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> my buyer comes suck. towards the end, and we get this thing the next day, and like no conversation. <laughs> it's like, can I get out? I think we can get out. Let's get out. Anyway, he ended up in a great home elsewhere, sold his house for a great price. But first time I'd left after an inspection, and it was liberating. <clears throat> yeah, it's not. I mean. Sometimes you just cannot see the path through the weeds. Oh yeah, that's uh those inspections are rough. I hate I like I get pretty nervous when, and this is no f fault of the inspectors. This is their job. But you like your buyers are there, and the inspectors like, all right, I'm finished, 
And he's like, let me tell you about what I found. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, so so that's pretty normal, right? Like, this is pretty good, yeah. right? Because they don't know. Doesn't like, they, right, yeah. they're all that's like... That's a good learning curve. Oh, you take man. Your you have through. to... I always do that. Yeah. Luckily, our inspectors are pretty good. Like, hey, this is pretty normal. But just so you know, like, keep an eye on it, blah, blah, blah. And they soften the blow quite a bit. But I've had experiences where, like, first-time home buyers are just buyers from out of state they're like wait what the concrete's cracked like what it's like no that's just colorado yeah. that's pretty normal um and they just don't they're just or they receive wide-eyed and the report and they're like why is it 40 pages and it's like oh no no that's good 40 pages is great <laughs> try 70 to 105 yeah. like that's a lot <laughs> so any any other stories i have a good one uh door knocking so again newer agent I had gone around in Englewood and knocked a couple doors and, you know, I was super stoked because this one seller answered the door and happened to want to sell her home. And so I was like, yeah, score. Love door knocking. Haven't done it since. But, (laughs) (laughs) But I got excited because not only was she wanting to sell, she even requested or had asked for a CMA report from me. So she was basically doing my pitch for me. And so I was all excited, run back to the office, do the CMA, go back to present it to her. You know, she didn't seem to agree with me on what I thought the value of her home was. And then a couple days went by and, you know, we stayed in contact and she's like, I I have one other agent I'm talking to. I'm going to go with whichever agent tells me they can list my home for the most money. (laughs) Go. All right, well, I'm going to tell you I'm sticking to the value I originally told you, and that agent's going to say a different number, and it's not going to sell for that amount. I stocked that house for months. What did it sell for? It, for the amount I exactly. said. For the exact dollar amount. I did not call her back, but man, <clears throat> you were talking about it today still. It feels like yesterday. But yeah, so it sold. Stuck to your guns. It's yeah, it stuck for it or stuck to my guns. I said no, they're just gonna tell you what you're gonna wanna hear and it's gonna sit for a while. And it did. Exactly what I said happened. And then there's another story um, with the same person or no, sorry, with different person and uh, you know, same thing, wanted me to tell them what I thought the value was. Um, I had gone back because she said she was doing updates to the home, which is perfect. We always tell sellers, up to make updates. It's going to help you in the long run. Smart updates. And so she wanted me to go back to the property to see what kind of updates, paint, flooring, all that good stuff she had done. While I'm there, there <laughs> these movers bringing in furniture into the home. And I'm like, why are they bringing in? This looks like staging furniture. What is this? This seller had been stringing me along the entire time because they were an out-of-state seller to just check what the agent that they had hired was doing and was just asking me, do you think it could sell for this amount? Send me comps. Sent her comps. Yeah, I do think it could sell. You were the backup? I was the backup. Can you want to go look at the renovation? They cheated on you. Cheated on me. Had already signed another agent. And just having me check everything. I've had that happen once. Complete my waste lesson. of my time. The one I, only time. Yeah. I remember calling the seller, you know, calmly, respectfully, as always. I'm just like, hey, yeah, I went to go look at the updates. <laughs> the updates look great. 
you know, while I was there, they were moving in staging furniture, though, from another agent. So I'm just kind of curious what's going on. You want to give me a call back? Never, never called mm. back. <laughs> that reminds me of something we just had recently. <laughs> we get an email lead. And all I remember, hindsight being 2020, it was written kind of, the English was chunky and, and awkward. But we have a listing. It's a unbuilt property, undeveloped entirely, nothing there, but we want to sell it. We're ready to sell it. So Lenny and I did a full you know, valuation. We presented it back and forth. Great. We did a listing agreement, got it signed, you know, full rate, etc. And it took us about three days to realize that some folks in some foreign country had done this now three times. I spoke to the last agent, and I don't know what the end game is, how you intend to get through a transaction when you don't actually own the property. But I felt like that was my coming of age as a real estate agent. I got punked. Like, you're looking for cameras. Like, right? hey, I've got one more I story. laugh now. It wasn't very funny. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Landon is still not laughing. <laughs> Hindsight, right? Okay, one last story. So this one was... This one's more geared towards like, this will be funny for like realtors and stuff. But um, one of my first listings that Landon signed me on to, um, we were under contract and the the lender orders the appraisal. So we meet the appraiser there and I have all my comps ready and everything. And for all of you real estate agents and realtors out there, I mean, this guy was like red flag right out of the car. So I, I get there early, as usual, and I'm waiting. He shows up like five minutes late, and I get out of my car with my comparables that we've got, um, which were all accurate, by the way. Let me make that very clear. We did a good job on those. <laughs> he gets out of the car, doesn't even say a word to me, like doesn't say hello, doesn't say anything. He's like, hey, just so you know, this isn't going to appraise very well. Before even seeing that. As he's taking his dip out of his lip and throwing it on the ground, pulling out his can and putting a huge other one in there, about to walk into my seller's house. I'm like, well, what makes you say that? Like, why, why, would, you say, and why would you say that right off the bat like that? And he's like, well, this is just, these, this is not going to hold up. The comps in this do not hold this pricing. I was like, uh, I would say otherwise. Like, here's our comps. This is, I mean, he's like, this is wrong. That's terrible. This isn't going to work. Blah, blah, blah. He's marking up my sheet. And, and so I'll, he's like, look, I'll give you the option to, you know, hire somebody different. Like, if you don't want me to do this, I, I was like, I don't want you to do this. Give me a second. So I called Lynn. I was like, this guy is, I mean, he right off the bat, he said, this isn't going to praise. And Lynn's like, are you kidding me? So we called the buyer's agent. And we're like, hey, not nobody wants this. Like your buyers aren't going to want this. Our sellers aren't going to want this. This isn't going to, isn't going to work for anybody. And this guy was like in a raggedy, like did not look professional at all. Like came out, like, like I said, with huge dip in his lip, which it's fine. Like as long as you spit it out before you go into a house, but don't re dip and start walking towards my seller's house. It's like, come on, man. And, uh, so it was, um, a funny event. So we ended up and, this was funny as I, we told our sellers, Hey, we're going to have to reschedule this. He's saying it's not going to praise. And they start freaking out. I'm like, we're going to be fine. And so the buyer's agent was awesome. She's like, yep, we'll, I'll tell the lender to order a new one. 
And so we meet the new appraiser out there. They're like, this looks really good. And it appraised for like 5,000 more than what um, we were listing it. So it was like this guy, I don't know if he was having a bad day. I don't know if he just didn't want to do the job. But I was like, man, man, this guy is just a knucklehead. And he just almost ruined it for seller and buyer because he was just being lazy about it. So funny story. You just run into a bunch of different people. I don't hold any anger towards him. It was just kind of one of those you funny. You a lot of great appraisers too. I right? wish, yeah. He's smart. I wish Landon was guys. here to tell his appraisal story. Um, I can't say because I don't want to misspeak, but I know one part of it is as soon as the appraiser got there, you know, Landon just opened the door. Hey, come on. Welcome. Come on in. And he's like, oh, Can you yeah. please? this is a multi-million dollar home, right? And the sellers were very meticulous as they should be, as all, all sellers should be, about wanting people to take off their shoes. It was snowing, you know, keep it clean. And, you know, Landon asked the appraiser, can you please take off your shoes? And she refused, had an attitude, um, just long story short, they got into a similar situation about the comps, the market, how it was going to crash, which hasn't happened <laughs> a year later doesn't seem it's like just, it's gonna yeah it's just crazy personality no respect for the seller the home none of that and eventually same thing it didn't really work out guys if you walk through snow or rain or whatever take off your shoes come on for a friend for a family member for a stranger for a stranger come on <laughs> million do- multi-million dollar home i take shoes off come on house. yeah for yourself well Sorry to end it on the uh, angry note. <laughs> Take us out, Chad. I think that's all we got. Sorry I didn't have more funny stories to add, but uh, uh, we'll have, we'll have more story times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I can feel this year's going to be a fun one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll catch you guys on the next one. All right. Signing off. Thanks for watching. <laughs>